Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good morning. You know, whatever it is for you, I guess. We got a blast from the past here with us today. We got a good old boy, Nick, in the house. How you doing today, Nick? I'm doing great. It's great to be back, man. You know, the king is back. That's what they say. <laughs> hey, he, he says he's the king, right? We cap, he, cap. He's beat in bowling. But no, fun. this is one of my few episodes, no cap. Ah, Yeah, no, no cap. That's Amazing. He's beat me in a few bowling matches, actually quite a few, but he's never scored higher than me. You got the high score, but I've lost like once or twice out of like 15 games. Three, but I, I, <laughs> I birthday don't count, bro. We was all sauce. How you doing, Terry? Man, I'm good, man. You know, glad to have Nick back on the episode with us, man. Good to see you, my boy. Oh, it's a pleasure to be back with y'all. Yeah, so we had a crazy week, but before we even talk about the wild card recap, we got some news in Atlanta. It's kind of old news, but it looks like Calvin Ridley is going to be on his way out of here, Nick. How do you feel about that? Uh, we kind of spoke about this pre-show. Terrence, I don't know if you were here for this, but my – and this is totally speculation, but we've seen this a thousand times with different teams. You know, Marquis said it about um, Andre Johnson. Um, I truly believe when the mutual agreement came between the Falcons and uh, Julio Jones that he was going to be out and he got to choose where he wanted to go – and somehow he ended up in Tennessee. Obviously, it didn't work out with the injuries and everything. I believe that he was in uh, Calvin's ear saying, you know, don't let this team waste your career. We see it a lot of times with a lot of players that aren't quarterbacks because, let's be honest, quarterbacks can dictate their own careers to an extent and also dictate success of a team. Um, someone like Calvin Ridley, who was – and I'll admit, you know, I was wrong, but I, that was my pick for, like, you know, most improved player – uh, of the year going into it outside of Matt That's only because he set up, though. That's the only reason. And, yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I all preseason and even the first three weeks when he was playing, I was saying all pro, you know, Calvin Ridley season. I believe that he, you know, it, there definitely was some mental health issues. I don't want to downplay that at all. I do believe that some of the stuff was getting to him. But I think at the end of the day, he also realized that Atlanta was not the best situation for himself, and that's why he's going to move on. Uh, I think it will be mutually uh, beneficial for both teams because, I mean, why keep – even though, even though he is a premier talent in the league, I believe that still. Why stay with the team if you don't want to be there? And then he's still valuable as a trade asset. We can get him somewhere else and uh, get some things in return. Yeah, that's true. And definitely, he's going to be a piece to see in the summer. It's definitely going to require high draft capital from somebody or just a top pick. I mean, in all reality, to acquire him. But I'm telling you what y'all would get for him. Y'all gonna get a compensatory second round that could be a first round, just like a win situation. If he play a certain amount of percentage or whatever, but honestly, yeah, I think like you say, like he would have had the same type of career as Julio. Honestly, like good numbers and everything, but just not winning games. And I don't, I don't even, I don't even blame him because the other thing is, is like as much as I rag on Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's like still one of those quarterbacks where like you're lucky to have on your team. I think if the Falcons were known for their defense, like let's say they were like a premier defense all them years, Matt Ryan would have been enough to win. But when you're known. For your offense, he just wasn't enough. So knowing that he's out the door, you know, he's maybe got three years left and Calvin Ridley's got his whole career left. Why wait and risk? Who's going to be next? You know, we could have a drought of five years before we get another quarterback. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things. Like Terrence said, a, a conversation pick for a second, that could be a first or something. I think yeah. like you, I, I think Loki is probably going to be a bidding war thing, you know, between them, yeah. the team's going to just throw them first, you know, instead of saying, hey, we'll give you a second. Cause you know he's gonna play. It's not like Wentz where like he he has injuries. Like yeah, he took you know yeah. he dealt with the mental health thing, which is important for him. And I'm glad he got that situated. 
but that's not a, a normal occurrence for yeah him. it's not like it's keeping him off the field physically it's yeah. does he want to be there and is he in the right headspace exactly so uh that'll be something we'll play close attention to this offseason because me and terrence's team both need a number one receiver as you know <laughs> so moving on the wild card re- uh weekend i was actually disappointed because this weekend there's a lot of blowouts and i remember coming on this pod telling people i wish that the nfl chopped week 18 and just extended the playoffs I'm totally going to renege on that. Do not do that. Do not. Do, <laughs> do not. I don't know. Just let the boys play 17 games. I don't know. Do not do that. But uh, moving forward to the first quarter segment, the Raiders took the L in the jungle to Cincy, 19 to 26. There's a controversial play. I was, wasn't going to cue it up for us. So I didn't want to cue it. It was the blown whistle or accidental whistle or who knows whistle. That resulted in a Tyler Boyd touchdown. I'll go first. I just think that the refs anticipated Joey B stepping out, and he wasn't even close to stepping out yet, but I thought they just anticipated, like, oh, he's about to step out, and just blew the whistle. And they, they even blew the whistle then. They just blew it late. So it wasn't even like, hey, we're anticipating him stepping out. They blew it after the fact. What do you think about that, Nick? I know you're a big bangle fan over there <laughs> uh, nah man i'm just i like i like what they got brewing in cincinnati but i mean that's been the bane of the nfl's existence for years now like ever since they had the the ref strike you know we had the the step-in refs who were like god awful and we all thought like yeah man let's just bring the other refs back and then it's like everything's been worse since then so i don't know what's been going on um I, like you said i think that there is a high pressure and i'm not saying their job's easy especially in the playoffs but it just seems to be so many missteps. I don't know what we have to do, what needs to happen to make the miscues and miscalls and whatever that call was stop. But like, you know, it's, it's just been a, um, excuse me, eyesore on the season. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I think they just need to be able to go ahead and, you know, review these plays. Like even on some of like the, the PI calls, holding calls, stuff like that. Like, it, it might prolong the game, though, but some of this stuff like this has a, a pretty big impact on a team. Like, yeah, that yeah. was a really big play. So yeah. I'm not saying, like, all of them need to be reviewed, but some of these egregious plays to where it's like, man, that that had a really big impact on the, you know, end result of the yeah. game. I feel like we should be able to review and overturn, like, hey, the rule says ball's dead. You know what's funny? Replay the down, you know? Terrence brought it up. The rule literally says the ball is dead. You got to replay the down. Yeah. That's like verbatim off the NFL website, off their handbook. But like Terrence has brought up, like those plays that cost teams getting to the Super Bowl, advancing in the playoffs. We saw it happen to the Saints on that. Man. Man. And that, Man. I got to say, and that defense, you know, you look at it, that's the defense has been roaring for like years. And they had chances like that. They got blown away. They weren't able to go. I just think uh, that's a call you got to make and actually like. That Saints one was pretty bad. The Saints one was that bad. Yeah, yeah it was bad. was bad. And you could see the one for Cincy. Tyler Boyd didn't even celebrate because he was kind of confused. Like, he yeah. caught it, but he was just like stood there. Going you, on? Yeah. you can kind of tell everybody who's like slowed down and kind of stopped. Like, yeah. what's going on? And then the corner, it was what was even crazier, the ref blew his whistle, but the corner could have tipped the ball. Like, I think the corner just looked because he saw Tyler Boyd, but, like, he didn't even look to just try to tip the ball. He's just like, oh, they blew the whistle. And I think uh, Raiders fans, like, you know, losing by a touchdown, it's like, oh, like, you know, granted, I think they played awful. 
like didn't even show up. Uh, Derek Carr looked like he was the only person that wanted to be there, but he missed throws. They stopped running the ball to Josh Jacobs, who the Bengals didn't have an answer for at all. So I don't know why you would stop running the ball. Receivers were dropping the ball. They didn't want to cover Jamar Chase for some weird reason, who gets a bunch oh. of targets. He's the best, <laughs> best receiver on Cincy right now, and they didn't even put their best corner on him. The rookie Nate Hobbs wasn't really on him, and they didn't use Casey Hayward, which was – you think, hey, we want to keep going in the playoffs. Why don't we put our best corner on their best receiver? So it was really weird to see that. Uh, those refs are getting called for an early vacation. They won't call any more games this playoffs. I kind of like rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's. I'm the NFL did the right thing. Just hey, you guys take early vacation. We're not gonna let you call any more games. But uh, yeah, I I think it is crazy when some people suggest like I don't know why, but you know how people like kind of joke and say you should find refs when they make like egregious calls. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I love that. Like just being like, you know what? It's maybe like I I know it's not technically a suspension, but like just be like yeah, you're done for X amount of games, and like just you know get your headset. Maybe even send them to some trainings and be like, look, you jacked up so bad. You got to figure it out. Yeah, I think I I like the like you said, like send them home or send them to additional training. I think sending them home is nice. Like, you know how they're just sending them home for the playoffs because that call like in that game. Granted, the Raiders really didn't lose it. But like that player right there, say if they would have got a field goal, granted, Derek Hart didn't throw the ball in the end zone at the end of the game. So it wouldn't have mattered. No way. But that's, I guess, a topic for another day. I'm sorry for my boy, Noss. He's a big Raiders fan. It's a tough season for him. But moving forward, Terrence has to say farewell to somebody. So I'm going to let him get it off his chest, do his little spiel. <laughs> I mean, for me, you know, I'm not even upset with the Patriots losing. Um, you know, we definitely exceeded our expectations this year. Um, but my thing is, you know, just being upset with the way we lost. Like, we didn't get one stop. Like, I, it, there's just no excuse for them to score a touchdown on every drive. Like, no field goals, no punts, nothing. Just straight touchdown every time. Every time we got the ball, we going to get we getting in the box every time. That's that's just unacceptable. Like, I don't know if they just brought the whole practice squad out there, threw them all out there on the field, or it was like what it really seemed like was. We got the call Saturday morning, like, hey, you guys got to play tonight, not tomorrow. And we just came Saturday morning unprepared or something. Like, defense was horrible. Um, I'm still, you know, happy about our future. Uh, looks really good with Mac. Um, definitely, you know, that performance had nothing to do with him. It was all on the defense, honestly. Like, if you take a look at the stats, Mac performed better than Dak did in this playoff. So, I ain't Ain't gonna lie, but you gotta say that topic for you know later, later time. But you're right, you're right, my bad. That uh, that interception, old boy, uh, Michael High got oh, bro, that was a dime too. Hey, bro, you know that's the thing that proves that was a perfect throw. That proves he needs a number one receiver because Micah snagged it, but the receiver didn't even try to take the ball yeah. like go he was for like the ball. this because if, if the receiver like sees Micah coming, he's gonna jump maybe angle himself different or could have got a pi potentially. Yes, bro. He didn't. And I was like, bro, that as great as the interception it was by Michael. That was a great interception. I can't lie. That bro, was, that the was throw was on the money. Like it was meant to be like, hey, either you're gonna take this, or like it should just hit the ground. But Micah ran from the other side of the field. I was like, nah, bro, I'll come. And that, bro, that was, that was, that was a dime insane. though. That was insane to see. Uh I think it, it will be interesting going forward. Do you think uh 
Mac is the future, or do you like do you look at what Mac's done? And you're like, okay, we can build around Mac, or do you look at it like, well, Bill's not going to be here any longer. Should we just find someone else while Mac still has trade? Bo- you know what I mean? Because no, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think Bill, honestly, I don't think he's going anywhere. So for me, I'm okay with it, uh, with building with Mac. End of the day, if Josh McDaniels don't go anywhere, Bill maybe coaches for a couple more year, years, and Josh McDaniels might take over as the head coach. I'm okay with that as well. But like I said, I'm okay with building around Mac. Um, I mean, he's a great young talent, which you can see even from, you know, all the support he gets from all the teammates and, you know, respect he gets from everyone else as well. Um, but I'm, I'm building with Matt, honestly. Um, same type, we can run the same type of system that we've been running for 20 years through Matt Jones. Only thing is, it's a different league now. Like, yeah. we have to get a true number one. But then at the same time, like, our biggest issues that we need to address this offseason, got to retain J.C. Jackson. Like, we got to resign him. That's a must. We got to get... Honestly, we probably got to get another safety. McCordy's like 35. And we got to get faster at linebacker because, got, goodness gracious, they was just running wide open all night. It, and Devin think, Singletary, like, bro, what? Devin Singletary, bro? I think, the, I think the Bills showed you and, like, all these other offenses are showing you, like, I don't think you can play that way that Bill wants to play, like, in a way. Like, you can, but you got to be able to score quick. And the way that offense is for him, especially without having number one, like you saw when you guys had Randy, like, okay, you want us to score quick? Like, we can score quick. But now there's there's not that receiver there. You obviously don't have Tom. It's like, damn, like, you see teams, like, you got the Bills. Yeah, Kansas City will turn around. You could be beating Kansas City 21 nothing, And they'll just – the light will flick for them. Literally. And they're like, okay, you know, you see had them in Versus Houston in 2019. Literally, bro. Exactly. You see, you, you see the teams like Atlanta's old Fal- – or Atlanta, the old Falcons teams that were stacked, they're just be like, okay, like we got to score. Let's get a touchdown. You know, so I think that's something that they got to consider like going forward. Maybe Bill doesn't invest as much defensively and tries to like build the offense even more. Um, I mean, we got a lot of talent on defense. It's just they literally – Literally didn't show up on Saturday. Like I don't know if they were just tired because the whole season they just been like doing a lot. You know what screwed us is that that late bye. We we haven't looked the same after that that bye week. Yeah. Our bye week was like week like fourteen or something. I know about a late bye or and a late bye before the playoffs. <laughs> we didn't we did not look the same ever since. So that that's crazy. We had uh some other news in Tampa. The fly Eagles fly. They fly straight out of the playoffs and got annihilated <laughs> by the Bucks. It was a good old fifteen to thirty-one. I almost bet on this game. I'm really glad I did. I was I was real close to being. Just be like, yeah, the Eagles are going to take it. Uh, I got a question for you. Do you think the Eagles build around Jalen Hurts, or do you think they move these three first-round picks to make something shake? I mean, I think it's a huge question mark because obviously, you know, if you get three first-round picks, you could go after someone like you know. Marquee, whoever you want to put in there. But I think Jalen Hurts has not been given. So for I'm the GM, Jalen Hurts has not been given the proper chance because they haven't had any help. I mean, you've missed at every opportunity going forward. I feel like at a certain point you have to start hitting. And if you got three picks, you know, if you can get two solid offensive linemen and then just fill in the gap. I know they need help at wide receiver, but whoever, if you get two great offensive linemen and then you just fill in the gap in the third position, whoever's the best player available 
Um, I think you really give Jalen Hurts a chance. Now, if that player happens to be a wide receiver and they work out, by all means. But, you know, I, I just don't think he's been given the proper chance. So I can't answer, is he the franchise guy? I don't know. I don't necessarily think he's that good, but I think he's good enough to get you where you need to be if you had a solid defense or solid players around him. But the fact is, is that every week he gets killed and he has no help. So why would you move oh. on and not even give him at least a chance with three first round picks if you can't get someone like a Russell Wilson? I mean, I, my thing is, I don't even if you get a Russ or Aaron or whoever you want to get, like they're not doing anything with that team. Like with that team, that's the yep. So like, unless like there's nothing you can do, there's no quarterback you put in that team and nobody else comes, just the quarterback that is going to fix that team. The offensive line's too old. Defensive line with Fletcher's getting old. You, they don't have playmakers. That's the thing. Like, I tell people, yeah. people are like, oh, like, you don't need superstars, blah, blah, blah. Bro, look at Tampa. Look at the Rams. Like, look at the teams that are left and start counting off the superstars they have yeah. on the team. And you're going to be like, okay, you know, maybe we need it. You know, they even build new, like, get Randy. Like, no, we need a big superstar, big playmaker. So, you just see that going forward. Uh, moving to forward. We got this new – the halftime segment. Guess who struggled against the Rams without uh DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray. He had a he had a bad game. He had a bad game. He's six and thirteen and one tie without Nuke. That's really that's really bad, bro. What do you think about uh Kyler Murray? Do you talk it up as the injuries, or do you think this is something that needs to be addressed, Nick? Like what's going on with you and the Cardinals? So one, you know, I'll give him a pass. This is this is his first real playoff shot to uh, and I don't want to give him like too big of a pass, but I'll give him a pass on the fact that, you know, it's his first real time to shine. Uh, and that defense is is absolutely ridiculous. That was a great team that they played. And I don't know if you all remember, but uh, going back, I think when they were about seven or eight. and oh, uh, I had asked you all, like, are they like the Steelers or are they legitimate? Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, they showed – I don't think they were as bad as the Steelers were because, you know, let's say they did have Nuke, you know, maybe it would have been different. But um, I, I do think that everyone needs to pump their brakes. I'll even, again, twice in one episode, I'll stand up for my guy, Matt Ryan. People were saying Kyler Murray was already better than Matt Ryan. I'm sure you all saw the clip of Ryan Clark now getting iced out for saying that he Kyler Murray would have won a championship with Baltimore already. Um, if you all haven't seen that, I got to tag you on that because that's oh. crazy. But, uh, yeah, I think we need to pump the brakes a little bit on, on Kyler. Uh, you know, I think he's he's good and can get a lot better. But, you know, I mean, the moment was just a little too bright for him. And there's no there's no shame in saying, yeah, I would have won with Nuke because that's one of the best wide receivers in the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's fair. You know, uh, but but to say that, you know, if, if you're that bad without him, you know. And Cliff Kingsbury, I think, is a great, you know, play caller as well. It's just he, Kyler could not stop making I think mistakes. there is. I think they're just too nuke dependent in a way. Yeah. Like, you know, AJ Green isn't the compliment to have on the other yeah. side. But I got something interesting because I remember people talking about Kyler Murray. He's better than Lamar. He's a da 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 da. The reason we win games in Baltimore is simply because of him. I tell people that all the time. And I think people realize just off this last season with him not playing, we lost what, six straight, five straight? And then people were like, oh, like maybe this is, maybe this is true. No, it's true. It took uh, Kyler three years to make the playoffs. Lamar made it his rookie year. Lamar has a playoff win. Kyler does not have a playoff win. Lamar has an MVP. Kyler does not. And Kyler has DeAndre Hopkins and Lamar does not. What do you think? I mean, cards. Honestly, like it's it's just insane for people to, to try to to try to do that. Like 
And I think it's just those people that just don't want to admit that how good of a quarterback Lamar is. That's all it is, honestly. People are always trying to keep putting him in the category of being a running back. But it's just crazy how dynamic he really is. People don't want to give him the respect and the credit that he truly deserves. And I was trying to find the um, what Kyler was doing um, the other night or last night. And at one point, I can't remember. At one point, it was like in the second quarter, like they had like negative one yards of offense. Like it was bad, bro. Like it, it was so bad that I was at a basketball game watching the, this high school team play ball. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to watch the game when I get home. I get home and click the game on. I was like, 20, what? 21 0. I was like, what is this? <laughs> sticks, bro. <laughs> I was like, is this the game of Madden? Like every game this this weekend looked like a game of Madden. I'm like, bro, this doesn't make any sense. So I was like, nah. They look bad, bro. They look bad. Like, I don't, I think it's just, there's no way Nuke has that much of an impact for that offense. So, like, you mean to tell me, like, you can't get no points without this man on the field? Like, bro, it was bad. They got points late too, like like oh, it's a gimme point. But I mean, they they had they got guys that can make plays, so it's not like hey, Nuke going, we don't have anybody to throw the ball to. Like that one receiver, um, Brandon. Wesley, 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 who was like six four or something like that, like is really big target, and he made some great plays for Kyler when Nuke has been out. So, I mean. What you think, Nick? I saw you. You threw the hand. Well, I was about to say. Also, J- James Connor's kind of shit in the bed too. I mean, Kyler didn't have much help, uh, but you know he was definitely the driving force of their loss. But I will say, you know, we're spending all this time on Kyler and the Cardinals. We do got to give a big shout out. Year thirteen, Matt Stafford gets his first playoff win. Uh, you know, shout out to him. He had to deal with all them dog days in Detroit. Um, yeah, he did have Calvin Johnson, but Boy. you saw why he retired after nine seasons because you know they knew they weren't going anywhere. Uh, but yeah, shouts out to Matt Stafford, uh, Sean McVay, you know, the Rams, although being top heavy did prove that they could get a playoff win. So, you know, I do want to give them their credit. That is a big shot. They did do the damn thing against them, but I had a weird like thought, like you see how that was Matthew Stafford's first win, right? Kyler ain't won yet. Dak hasn't won since his rookie year. Tom's the only one that'd be winning Aaron, maybe Russell. But there's these quarterbacks that haven't won in a while or never got their first win. And then you see they're trying to hold all these younger dudes to the standard. Like, they got to win. You know what I mean? Like, you got to go through the playoffs and just win. It's nuts to think. Like, think about, like, Matt Matt Stafford. We don't give him – and granted, I think he deserves it because – Detroit's Detroit, but but no, but uh, no, you can't say Detroit's Detroit. But you're right, because like think about it. Josh Allen, even Josh Allen, Pat, Pat uh, Mahomes, uh Lamar, Kyler Murray, they're all on this like chopping block. Like they gotta get Super Bowls now. But people like Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, um, you know, whoever you want to name is like you're good. Even Rodgers. Like, even Rogers. I mean, Rogers <laughs> wins every year, he just never makes it to the playoffs or to the uh, Super Bowl. Um, it's crazy though, like, how do you put that the young dudes through that? And you're like 13 years because I'm gonna be honest, that Stafford team that what they went 11 to 5, they had Nate Burleson and Calvin, yeah, mm-hmm. or one of these young dudes in that offense. I bet you they win. I bet yep. I, I'm willing to bet they get one playoff win, yep. So I think it's crazy to see. But speaking of the Rams, we got some news to talk about with the Rams. They signed Eric Weddle, and I don't know <laughs> if they signed this man to be real arrogant to and they're like yeah we're getting you a ring so just come on <laughs> but there's there's news that they needed him because the injury to their other safety how do you feel about that terrence like i feel like they just did it just because hey we're gonna win come on we want you to get a ring 
I mean, he gonna have to show me something this weekend against Tampa. I mean, because he, he didn't play, so he gonna have to show me something. Because I'm like two. This man retired two years ago. So you telling me he been training for two years after he retired? Hey, he, so, he knew he knew this whole time they were gonna get Matthew Stafford. Odell was gonna come along. See what I'm saying? <laughs> like I don't know. Like he he gonna have to show me that he still has that ability because. You can't tell me there aren't some other guys that, you know, throughout this time, maybe they got cut by a team or maybe they've been on some, even on somebody practice squad or something like that. There, there got to be some other players. You know, obviously we understand that Eric Weddle is a smart player, but he's two years removed from the NFL. Like. And 37 years old. Like, <laughs> that's old at safety, bro. That's old at That's safety. old, period, in the NFL. Unless you're, kick, unless you're a kicker, punter, or quarterback, that's old. Bro. Man. Yeah. I mean, just think about who, who what you got to do as Eric Waddle. Like, let's say he had to go out there and guard Tyree Hill. Yeah, that's a wrap. Or you got to help on Tyree Hill. Yeah, you help. Help. But over the top. Help. You're over the top. You're the over the top help. He over the Tyree top. Game. He need help. Yeah. Help. Yeah. <laughs> he be yelling help. Hey, he's yelling help, and he is the help. I'm saying. Bro, you well, are 911. We already called you. What do you think? We go after bro. Did they put I, but, him through some kind of physical, like some it, kind of test? I mean, well, let's, let's be honest, though. He does look in great shape. Like the only other players I can think of that still look like in great shape after two years, like T.O. still looks like he could go out there and play. And he's like 45 years old. Yeah. But like Fast there's not many dudes. So I will say like he did. He'll at least look in good shape. Now, whether or not there's a difference between looking good and in shape, like lifting weights and being in condition. So I don't know because he didn't play. But I'll at least give him that he at least looks in shape. I think he's he gonna have to go cover somebody and tackle them yeah. at 37. He didn't take a no. Oh, okay. I don't I don't think he hit the field. And maybe if he did, it was late. Okay. okay. I don't think he did. He, so he gets another. I mean, they were dominating. So I mean it gives him a whole nother week to prepare for the yeah. game. But end of the day, like your first game coming back in two years, you gotta play Tom Brady. Yeah. I would have I would have been signed him though. Like if that was the thought, like if I even thought about tagging him in, like bringing him along, I would have just signed him. Like the last two weeks of the season or last week. He don't even have to be on the active roster. Everybody gets yeah. well. You could have put him on the practice squad. Just hey, fill fill a roster spot. Come sign. You get around. I think it's really because <laughs> the the injury at their safety position. Yeah, no, that was definitely the reason. But like Terrence said, like he was the only guy available. <laughs> you see yeah. what I'm saying? It does, it, it does make 37 it. year old. Come on, bro. Oh, so <laughs> we gotta talk about who it was not the problem in Cleveland. Odell keeps doing the damn thing for the Rams. He had four receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown. People keep bringing up that he doesn't get a, yard, a lot of yards. Well, congratulations. He's playing with the triple count, triple crown on the other side of him. He ain't going to get the ball that much, bro. Like, yeah. let's be honest. He's not probably going to touch the ball. He came here much. for a ring. That's what he came here for. Exactly. Yeah. So, we Absolutely. had that. Uh, we don't got to waste too much time on this. I think he had like 20 since, – since leaving the Browns, he got like 29 receptions and six touchdowns. He's tied his touchdowns at the Brownies. It's yeah. great. So, moving forward, we ain't got to talk about this too much. The Steelers get smoked at TJ's watch first defensive ta- or defensive touchdown. I thought that was pretty insane. He got his first defensive touchdown. The game kind of – It looked good at first. Bro, it looked like <laughs> – it looked good at first. I was like, oh, well, defense, the defense ain't the issue. We all know the defense ain't the issue. You know what I mean? Bro, it was crazy because the defense was playing so good. Like Nick was saying, like, the defense was not the issue. Like, I watched that game. The defense was essentially telling Ben, please score a touchdown, bro. Just or just move the ball, bro. Like, you don't even got to yeah. score. Just, like, 
move the ball and give us a break. Like you, we're playing track stars, and you can't even give us like two minute breather. Well, honestly, I'm not gonna cap. I'm not gonna put it all on Ben because he got some big time receivers, but they be having some big time drops. Like Claypool, and you got obviously Deontay Johnson. I'm like, bro, like he be, bro, he be wide open. And he's yeah. been killing me when I'm watching the game. He's <laughs> wide open, dropping the ball, bro. I think they, they got a lot of issues to fix going forward. Uh, it's It was nice to see Juju on the field. I thought it was a little strange, too, but it was nice seeing him. But I got something to say on that. Like, got Terrence. you got these guys that will come, you know, and play through these injuries, right? But then you have also – you got people that, you know – like, I don't know, like, with the way these organizations do these players – but on the other hand, it's what the players have to go through. Like, him w- willing to risk coming back and playing hurt. Or let's say Calvin Ridley not wanting to play in Atlanta, but having to play in Atlanta. Yeah. Wasting years of his career, like a Julio Jones, for example, right? Yeah. But, oh, if I want out or something, oh, now I'm the diva or something. Yeah, that is a strange thing. Uh, but Same thing uh, with A.B. With the injury. Oh, go out there. You ain't going to leave. You fuck out. Nah, I think another thing you kind of brought up the AB situation. I didn't want to bring up the AB situation, but the Tampa situation that they have going on, I was on Twitter and I was just thinking about it, like after all the years I've watched like Tampa games, and someone was like, Tampa's been having players play injured or banged up. And bro, they posted a whole thread of all these players playing banged up. There was the one where James throws an interception, he's hobbling to even tackle the dude. You got Tristan Wirtz just came out. Uh, what was it? Sunday? He was he, he, he got played every snap for like the past two years. He, Tristan Worth, he got banged up, and then he went to the tent. He came back out there for a snap. They were like, no, like, and then pulled him back out. And then you had Ryan Jensen. He went down their center. I think it's something like to really look at. Like, I don't. I'm not saying that just because I always bash the Bucks. I just saying that because that's kind of strange to do players like that. I don't. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense. And it's not like it's just the last two years. I'm saying like even when Jameis was playing. Mm-hmm. It's like obviously, at that point, it's like a culture issue. It's not just yeah. like, oh, we're we're trying to win this year. Like, let's get here again. No, like, this is dated back a couple of years ago. So, I think it's a definitely something needs definitely. to be addressed. Uh, we got the four quarters and coming up. We're gonna look ahead to the divisional games. I guess we'll keep track of who picks who. See who's right next week. I like it. Yeah, we're gonna let Terrence keep track. Terrence gonna take down all. Yeah. Of them. Keith, Keith said, I'm not doing it. One of y'all do it. <laughs> Bro, don't even get me started, man. <laughs> so we got uh, we got the Bengals at the Titans. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how the Titans corners match up against these Bengals. And they lost their number one draft pick. Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins is out there, but he's old. They do got Kevin Byer, who made the uh, – he's a first team, I think, Pro Bowl this year. And a first team all uh, – first – team all time this year i think kevin byard so he might be but i will have to double check but other than that that's the only person that secondary secondary i can name i can't yeah. name anybody else out there that's gonna help so who you taking nick you like the Bengals or i i don't even know why i'm asking this Bengals. i mean but but let's be honest like ali i mean you hit all the points i mean the biggest thing is that what is the Bengals' strength that one that you know they've got a good running back obviously you know mixon's been going crazy so let's say i hope the game plan is actually to get mixing going early because I think the Titans are going to game plan for the pass attack 
So I think Mixon will have a crazy start to the game. And then once they start bringing all the troops in, putting like eight in the box, maybe even giving the Titans some self, you know, false confidence thinking like, all right, well, you know, Joe Burrow has been sacked more than anybody. Maybe we can get to him. And then they just start airing it out on him. Nah, um, plus that their, their front line can get to him, but I think it's the issue of like, you don't have no help. Well, that's why I'm saying hits. false. That's why I'm saying yeah. false confidence. Cause you're saying like, okay, well they're going Joe Mixon. Let's try to get some pressure in there and load the box up. And then that's where Joey B will, you know, might have one of his 400, four touchdown games and 80% passing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and plus I think they said Derrick Henry's playing this game, right? Yeah, but if so, like, what is he, is he going to be himself and what else, even if he is 100%, which I don't think he is, what is the, the offense is literally going to be just that. So it's, I mean, you load the box up and force Ryan Tannehill to beat you. I mean, they've been running without him pretty good, even with the backups. So yeah, I don't, cause that's their game. They, you yeah, know, that's, I think, I think if he's, he's not healthy, like just be like, yeah, okay, never mind, Go sit down. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think what needs to happen is I was talking about last episode is Ryan Tannehill has the ball, bro. Cause he's been playing real bad. Like Julio's oh, coming back. Like if, if Julio's back healthy, you got AJ Brown, like you got a ball with those dudes. Like I don't care. And you got the break. Somehow Mike Rabel squeezed out the break that you needed. So y'all had the best opportunity to win with even the shitty situation that you have. You have the best opportunity to win this week. Yes. Yeah, so you got keys that game. Uh, I'm going to go Titans. The Titans are my Super Bowl pick, so I'm going to keep it home. Yeah, Nick, I'm going Titans. It's, I just labeled out. But, you know, keep, keep – I'm more it. surprised about the Super Bowl. What? Yeah, I went uh, – I w- didn't I go Titans-Packers? To start the year? I went – no, no, when we redid it, we just redid it. Oh, I was about to say, because when you started the year, you said Browns and the Bucks. No, nah, I went Titans-Packers, I think, this last go-around. So, it's just <laughs> – I'm still yeah. sticking with the I'll start the year. I said Packers and Chiefs, so we're looking pretty good. <laughs> I, but the other thing the Bengals got to worry about is uh, their franchise leader in sacks this year. I think he just tied it from the Saints, Trey Henderson. He yeah. was mm-hmm. in the concussion protocol from the game. So he's not yeah. on that line. That is definitely a hit for them. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Titans. And honestly, like, if he come <laughs> back healthy, 80, 85%. Who finna, who finna stop? Bro, let's be honest. A seventy-five percent of him is good. Who, who finna stop? Bro, the man still what he finished sixth in the league in Russia and hadn't played half the year. Bro, oh that shit was so crazy. I looked it up. I said, why is he still up here? Bro, <laughs> bro he was still top five. He was like top three until like week thirteen. I was like, bro, what? Insane. I was yes, like, none of y'all insane. get the yards. Why is she still here? That man bro, is it insane. Took, it took for uh, it took. Um, what dude from the Colts? Why can't I remember his name? Oh my god, Taylor. Jonathan, Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. It took Jonathan Taylor to like week 14 to pass him. I was like, What? Oh, remember, Jonathan Taylor didn't even clip 2K. Like, remember, people were like, He's gonna clip 2K, like, he's gonna get it with the extra yeah. game. Derrick Henry would have clipped 2K in like week 16. Man, I would have had 3K this year. <laughs> <laughs> bro, just First 3K, if he would have played, bro. <laughs> He would have shattered. No, no games. shit. With seventeen, if he played seventeen full games, he might have got twenty five hundred. Would have been the first yeah, easily twenty five hundred. Yeah, he would have got twenty five hundred for sure. For sure. So, so we, got, me and uh, Terrence Titans, Nick said he they got, got Bengals. So Nick's the only right one. All right, next. Oh, I hope they lose because you've been riding. <laughs> you've been riding. The, you've been riding the jungle's dick a little too much. I'm thinking I had to beat Nick out. <laughs> I'm like, right. bro, he knows I'm a Raider. Hey, I'm, I'm like, just saying they done, they don't won the division, bro. Like what? Anyway. 
Uh, <laughs> still a little premature though. Still a little early for him. Uh, Niners at Packers. Uh, I think the Niners they got some injury concerns. Uh, Nick Bosa he hit he had a I think it was a concussion or a head injury from last game. Fred Warner had a banged up. We all going pack here. Ah, see, this is where I got to kind of branch Oh, he's off. about to do a first take. He's about to do a first take and pick the Niners. He's going no, to say the Packers. No, look, check me out. I think the Niners are the most dangerous team to play in the NFC. Look, hear me out. I wouldn't – if I was an NFC team, I would not want to play the Niners. I feel like they're the most physical team left. But would you want to play the Packers? Or would you want to play the Rams? Or would you want to play the Bucks? I'm saying off of, like – I don't know. I just feel like physicality and how they play it. They're a tough matchup. Who the Bucks are the only other team? I would say maybe the Bucks because the Bucks are banged up. But I ain't like, a lot to you. The Niners did everything in their power to get that game to, to the Cowboys. No, they didn't. They did it after the Jimmy interception, but before they didn't. Like before that, they were just steamrolling the Cowboys. But I mean, like even with all that, they don't have enough offensive power to like match the Packers. They don't have enough offensive power to match the Rams. The the Bucks they might be able to beat because of the injuries and shit, and the Bucks never really had that good of a defense. But like when I look at the, the Packers, top to bottom, have a good team. Like their defense is overshadowed because of how good the offense is. But like I they're getting like, guys back though. They're getting guys back hard. I mean, the yeah. Packers are my Packers are my Super Bowl pick, so I guess I'll just stay, stay hang tight. How you gonna not choose? See, a Super see, Bowl like, pick? So he was about to say Packers. Then he was going to switch. Now he's like, ah, I'll say No, it. bro, because I really was going to switch, but I didn't remember, like, we aren't <laughs> switching our Super Bowl picks anymore. All right. Like, if the Packers do win, I'll be like, well, damn, I better guess my Super Bowl pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who you got, Terrence? I'm going Pack, man. It's no-brainer for me. Um, I think the, the Niners, I'm not even sure, you know, how competitive it'll be. Um, just because top to bottom – how, how good I think the Packers are going to perform. Um, I mean, obviously, I, the Niners, they have some talent, but I remember, I mean, when you, when you need your running, when you need your wide receiver to play a running back, it's, there's got to be some issues. Hey, well, I'll, oh, ain't no, no issues. He's just a switch yeah, he's, I mean, I don't, I don't blame that. He he's is, but he's just a playmaker. No, he but, is, but they still. Don't have, they don't have no problem at running back. They got three running backs. Remember a couple yeah. years ago, Raheem Moistert went for two, what, 25? Man, still can't see I can't say Raheem Moistert. Bro, I done said this thing. <laughs> Raheem Moistert. I done said this thing the whole season. G didn't even play, and I can't say it right. He put up 225, bro. Jimmy G threw the ball, what, eight times, I think? Yeah. So, like, what if the Pack can't stop the run? We know what I'll say is this. I'll say this. If the Packers lose, uh, Aaron's out. The Packers are done. And, uh, oh, Devontae Adams gone, bro. Oh, and Devontae, because Devontae's going to follow Aaron wherever he goes unless he retires. I mean, that's for sure. But yeah, that team's about to see some dark days if they lose to the Niners. All right. So we all pack gold cheese heads. Yeah. 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 Moving forward, we got the Rams with the Bucks. I always want to see the Bucks lose. I'm going Rams. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. Straight like that. <laughs> Swear, bro. All right, I'm gonna follow your coattails because yeah, I just I mean, I hope I if I was one oh, game, Rams. I could see like a 56-0. It'd be this one. Rams. Yeah, I need. I'd love a 60s. Yeah. You want Rams too? Yeah, I think. I mean, we, we was talking, you know, <laughs> pre-pod about the um <laughs> about that conversation, arguments, or interaction that I was having on Twitter. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely going Rams. This I just don't. I don't think the Say the Bucks, they get Tristan Worth back. Jensen's fine. I don't even know how they would even healthy. They stop Aaron Donald and Vaughn because they're gelling. And then on defense, yeah. 
how do they cover Odell and Cooper Cup? Like, I, and the other thing is a sleeper too. Exactly. Well, and the other thing is, is like what you just said, Keith. Everyone keeps saying how old Von Miller is. I know he's 32, but like he's, I think he's in the last year of his prime. I really don't think he's that old. I just think he's at that last year and he knows that if he can, that's why everyone said it was so unfair when they got him. Like you got the, this might be it, but they have him and it's the playoffs. You, he shut every, he shut down that whole side of the field, uh, not just pass rushing, the flats, everything versus the Cardinals. They couldn't get anything going. The, all them screen plays he blew up. Bro, so, I mean, the it's going to be rough for the Bucks. And they got Cam Akers back, bro. And bro, Cam Akers running the ball. Cam Akers looks like he never was never even hurt. Like he's exactly. Shout out to the Knowles because that's Cam Akers went to uh, Listen, Florida State. If you can get Matthew Stafford throw the ball twenty times or less and you know run the winning ball more, games. that's a, oh my god. Yeah, that that's the formula for winning the game because Matthew Stafford, yes, he's a good quarterback. We know that, but he's a gunslinger. Gun we know he's going to throw interceptions. So yeah, he'll get you five touchdowns. He'll get you three picks too. Exactly. So if they can run the ball, which I think they'll be able to do against the Bucks team, who has declined in their run defense. And then obviously who in that secondary from the cover all the weapons they if, have. If you and look Sean at Sean McVay obviously will scheme up some stuff too. So if you look at how they run the ball, Sean McVay system, if the run game's going good, his system's flowing at that point. Remember when oh, they definitely. had Todd Gurley? When they had Todd oh. Gurley, they were arguably I don't know what Bill Belichick and y'all sorry ass Patriots did to stop that offense, but well, God, we gotta be sorry. Look, Paul, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but check me out. So you had that. We're not even <laughs> bringing up that Mike Evans. There's not going to be AB on the other side of him. Yep. There's not no Chris Godwin. That means Jalen Ramsey is going to put this man in a chokehold <laughs> for the whole like. For not even going to be hundred percent either. Tom might really struggle. Bro, and I'm not saying that because, yes, I think Mike Evans is a top 10 receiver. I do give the Bucks plenty of hate. But I'm saying Tom is not going to want to throw at Ramsey like that. Not saying Ramsey's going to pick it, but just he's not going to let Mike catch the he ball. Had it, they didn't have their fair share of meetings already, especially. Yeah, so it's just like it's. I feel like it's a disadvantage to Tampa because it's like, well, if you how are you going to run the ball on them the whole time? And yeah. then Think about this too, Keith. They've already won when everybody was at full strength. Yeah, Tampa's not at full strength anymore. So yeah, and right now the Rams, you know, seem to be catching some steam. Now I can't. Now I can't. I can't. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I mean, I never want to count out a top ten quarterback of all time. I'll I'll get him back. But but like, you heard what I said. Yeah, top ten. Um. (laughs) Oh, I thought you was bullshit. You was being serious, this man. I don't know. I just, anyway, anyway, but uh, <laughs> top ten all time. But uh, yeah, I don't ever want to count out Brady because I mean, if it's close at the end, I mean, it doesn't matter what, what who's on the field, what this man somehow just finds a way to win. So yeah, if he, if they can just agreed. keep it close in the fourth, if it goes into the fourth quarter, and I'll even say it's a ten point game, the Bucks could still steal it, bro. It's gonna be. Yeah, honestly, if- I I didn't think about it. It's gonna be Eric Weddle on on Gronk. Whoever has to guard Gronk, that's the mismatch. Whoever yeah. guards Gronk. And Listen, then, two years removed from the league, he's gonna come back and guard him. Gronk, by the Gronk gonna torch him. <laughs> but that's the thing. Even if he doesn't saying. torch him, Gronk's gonna little boy him. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. Even if Gronk, Gronk's never torched. He's never torched anybody. He just little boys you every time. That man to torch a couple people, bro. But I'm just saying, like, even I'm talking about he, like Tyreek stuff. Oh, like. even if he gets off, I don't know if it's gonna be enough. Like I feel like Gronk yeah. and Brady could be rolling. But they're going to need someone else to do something, you know, whether it's Lenny in the passing game, run game, however you want to see it. But I don't I don't know if the Bucks win. 
I don't want them to win anyway, so I'm going Rams. Uh, <laughs> this I was is never counting out Tom, but I just think Rams are doing too well yeah. right now. Bucks got a lot of holes right now. And yeah, Tom might be top yeah. fifty all, all time. Anyway, so we not. That's why this man don't be on here all the time. I don't even listen to that man. All right, so what? we got another. We got another big one. Uh, Bills and Chiefs. I think this is a big one. Uh, this is the game of the week. Th- yeah, if Josh Allen could smack him after last year's loss, I I would honestly change my pick from the Titans because I don't know. If, I didn't have the Bills at all because I didn't know if they could make it. What do you think, Nick? Oh, so I'm actually so I know we were all, you know, saying whatever about our picks, but I'm going to be straight up. I mean, I feel like I got lucky with my pick with the Chiefs and Packers because, you know, the the Chiefs look terrible to start the year. But I am. I'm going to go against my own pick. I'm going to take the Bills in this game. Um, I think Mm. Josh Allen just had the best game in playoff history. It's it's statistically speaking, literally the best game ever in in playoff history. (laughs) You could say you you could say that, but I'm just saying. And I think that was in. NFL history, not just. Hey, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And in the NFL history, you know, and I, but this is the other thing. I think the bigger fluke on the year. I know Terrence was joking, but kind of being serious. The bigger fluke, I think, has been tennis or uh, Kansas City's defense. Kansas City defense has been shutting down teams they should have never shut down. It wasn't like they got better halfway through the year. I think they've overachieved and not in a good way. And if unless if they can stop Josh Allen in totality, I don't think there's any way that the the Chiefs. Now, if he gets into a shootout, I never doubt Pat Mahomes. But um, I don't, when it when it comes down to it, I, I just can't see Kansas City stopping the Bills. So I, I don't think Bills. the I don't think the Chiefs' defense was a fluke because we've just seen them tighten it up before. I think that eight week eight week period where they did it was insane because yeah. yeah. they, they were playing so bad. We'll like, see. We'll see. Yeah, like we'll see. But I think, close Josh, I think Josh Allen is doing something insane right now because yeah. he's a weird blend between Cam Newton and Big Ben. He's not as elusive as Cam, maybe. He's just as big. He's he's north and south. I'll say this: yeah, north, he's and, north south, and south. He's the same. North and south. He's the scariest running quarterback, even over Lamar, because obviously Lamar is shifty. But like north and south, I'll take. I'm just saying, who would you rather tackle if it's straight he off? Got a little you know, bit of time. You can't tackle one of them. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't tackle Lamar because he's gonna make you look stupid. But Josh <laughs> Allen's 6'5", 245, bro. He's yeah, he's just run be running people over. Yeah, bro. You run just break the arm tackles. Hey, I'm not. You literally have to hit him. You can't arm tackle yeah. him. I'm not gonna lie. I want him to realize like soon that he can't keep just running at these dudes because it'll wear him down. Right now, Cam used to just boom everybody, and then you saw like it just took a beat. But I think like it's that's the thing. His team is set up so nice. If David Devin Singletary is running the ball good, you're in good shape. That's why they've been so good lately because they've yeah. been playing complimentary football. Yeah, and it pisses me off because during the fantasy season, they wouldn't give Singletary the ball once, and that was my <laughs> my running back one. I had the worst start running back in the NFL, bro. I was so pissed. Bro. But it, it's crazy to see because they're both rushing. So then you got Devin and then you got Josh. And the nice thing about Josh's offense is unlike in, I say, even Lamar and maybe – I'm trying to – who else I can think of. I don't know who else I can think of. But in Lamar, there's no number one receiver – in his offense with good weapons. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't have good weapons, and then, like, yeah. him running is a bonus. Like, no, we need you to run. Your 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 legs are why this offense goes, and we don't have a number one receiver for you. Like, I think Josh. I mean, they've been, yeah, they've been playing really good complimentary football lately. And then if you look at it, too, like, offensively, they, they match up just as good as the Chiefs do as well. They got Dawson Knox. Isaiah McKenzie has been playing insane. Then you got Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Obviously, you got Beasley Diggs. and Emmanuel. 
Beasley and Emmanuel, I feel like are one and the same. I just think Emmanuel is more faster, but I feel like they're similar to each other and they complement. Yeah, they're both they're both good route Cole runners. Beasley runs some damn good routes. Oh, and then you got Stefan Diggs, who obviously you know, that man gets in the field. Says, "I'm not vaccinated. Stay away." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they be leaving that man open for ten yards, like oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I think another thing they got is they got a duo at safety, like a good duo, like, and I think that. A lot of the time, that's been underrated. They've had that. So duel. Keith's going Bills. That's what I'm hearing. I don't want, bro. Josh Allen made me look stupid going Bills. I'm gonna be pissed, but I'm gonna go Bills. All right, I'm going Bills because I don't. And people are ragging on Clyde Edwards-Helaire. You have you seen that? People are saying Clyde Edwards-Helaire isn't good for that Chiefs system. I think. I mean, he's just been hurt. He's just been hurt. Yeah, I think he's literally perfect. It's he's just literally thing. meant for that team because he can do it. Because think about it, you know what you know what um he reminds me of? Y'all remember Joseph Adai for the Colts when uh because yeah. he can do everything, he can come out of the backfield, and then it, when you really need him to, he's low-key kind of a power back between the tackles. So it's like he's the perfect complement to Pat Mahomes play style. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean I'm going cheese, I'm going against the grain here. Oh, you are I just yeah, I, like I just think I think honestly the Chiefs defense ain't gonna be shit like our defense because we couldn't stop a damn a nosebleed boy. <laughs> a nosebleed shit. So I'm hoping to, a faucet. We couldn't turn the water faucet off. Goddamn. I'm hoping to so. see a, I'm hoping to see a 50 to 60 type game. I ain't gonna lie to you. I hope like this is the game I sit and see like 50 or 60 points scored. Like when when the, uh, the Rams and Chiefs. The Chiefs and Rams played when I watched that game, that shit was crazy. I'm trying to it see it. It was that. crazy though. <laughs> and honestly, this has all the potential to be something like that. But then and the, the reason I'm going Chiefs here, too, is because. What did the Bills do to the Chiefs earlier this season? Y'all forgot, huh? Huh? Sound, sound like y'all forgot about them Bills, how they, how they beat up on them Chiefs earlier this year. They yeah. did. They did. So. I mean, I, I'm waiting for your point because it sounds Yeah, yeah, yeah you're helping my point. That's why I, I like don't that. see it happening again. We know the Chiefs well, won't play that's that I think that it's going to be a close game, but I just think it's going to come down to – I mean, maybe it'll be one of those, you know, down to the final I – mean, we all said this is the game of the week, but um, I think it might be one of them final possession games. I just – the way that Josh Allen's been cooking recently and the, the Bills offense and defensively, and I just don't believe in the Chiefs' defense. You know, the only bad thing for Buffalo is their offensive line against Chris Jones, Melvin Ingram, and Frank Clark. That offensive line is not the greatest. It's been playing slightly better, but – Let's be honest. Chris Jones is an animal. And they put that man back in the middle like he belongs. Like, I don't – he's scary. Like, I don't know why they thought, like, hey, let's move you outside and see how you do. No, put him back in the middle. He's going great. Yeah, I'm going Bills. I'm just going Chiefs, man. They, they, they're getting rolling a little bit. Um, you know, got off to a little slow start last week, but I just can't count out my homeboy in that offense because, like, when I watch them play, it's just like no matter what you do, you're wrong. Like – yeah. They will attack the best player on the defense. Like, they were just going after J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt come come up the field, a little shovel pass to McKinnon. Like, if he would have went towards McKinnon, I got a little flat rock right Like, yeah. no matter what you do, like, Andy Reid and the enemy, man, like, offensively, it's just insane, like, the, the plays that they're able to come up with. If Mahomes gets to a third Super Bowl – and remember, he barely lost that the first one he should have went to against the Pats. Yeah, yeah, bro, that's a crazy thing to like say you ripped off getting to that many this quickly. 
Yeah. Because then all reality, say like, all right, he takes the L to Brady, right? But say he goes and wins this other one. Like, he wins this year, bro. Then it's yeah. like, damn, maybe he can catch Brady because he's been playing in so I'm about to say, Brady got three L's, man. So, uh, or yeah. four L's. Like, I, mean, imagine... fuck, I can't even count anymore, but <laughs> Brady's got like three or four L's. I mean, he's got seven wins, but he's got three or four L's. And, you know, Pat could definitely do it. He's, if he goes to three in his first, what, five or six seasons, like, damn, bro. Bro, that I'm thinking about it like that's insane. Does that like then it's like we're back in the conversation like damn, bro, he's probably gonna go catch him. Yeah, because then I feel like I feel like if they can get to a Super Bowl, even if they don't win, I just say if they get to it, I think especially the way his contract is structured, it, they did it so that they can make money. And that the mm-hmm. end of his contract where he's making all the money at that point in time, the market can be shifted. He might be one of the he might not even be top ten paid quarterbacks. Bro, so imagine if they get to it and then Eric being being me and all of them are like you know what we're staying bro like we got to another space, super but uh, that'd be crazy we got to another super bowl bro running back like it'd be crazy yeah so uh, but they would obviously have to start winning so like you couldn't go to this one and lose and then go to another one and lose it just be like okay you got to get there and can't win yeah so, that's true too <laughs> we, gotta, uh, we gotta give a special shout out <laughs> big big kudos to these people i even put on my blue do-rag for this nick got on his blue jacket we had to make a special segment to say farewell to the Cowboys. The Cowboys. I got on blue too now. The cry. Just to make it clear. This is this is just the home. You know the the lightning. I don't know why I got this on tonight, but that was. Yeah, let's, let's be honest. Not, us, not for you, sorry ass Cowboys. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> none of us, none of us own any cowboy gear whatsoever. This is probably gonna be super unprofessional snag segment. Ah, <laughs> uh, we the boys. Dak, I'm gonna need you to rate uh, Dak's performance. In the playoffs, well, they only played one game, so that one game, and is it the, Dak Ray Dak's performance to who? Just his quarterback performance. Since oh, okay. Rate it. Um, I mean, oh, Nick, it's for Nick. Nick, yeah, that's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. You said Dak rate Dak's performance. Oh, so I yeah, didn't know Nick. if you're saying me or Terrence. Ah, uh, Nick, uh, rate Dak's performance in the playoffs. Uh, I'll give him like a D plus. Um, you know, it wasn't like. The reason why I say that is their offense is much better than people give them credit for, you know, top to bottom. The, I'm talking about like what weapons that they have. And, you know, the fact that he played that piss poor, he looked a little shook. Um, he looked like he wasn't ready for what was being dished at him. Um, and then we got to talk about the inevitable. Yes, you had all that open field. But the problem with running at that, and I'm talking about the last play where he drew it up the middle. When you can get that much yardage, that's actually a bad thing. Let's say he only took eight yards and he got them to like the 28-yard line and then you take a shot. You give the refs more time to get up and spike the ball. You took the maximum amount of yardage. The refs did not have enough time to go get it. You know, everyone's complaining about dude getting caught up in the O-line, but that's the risk you run. At the end of the day, the ref has to touch that ball and set it for you to play. You made a shit play, dude. I don't know what to tell you. And uh, at the end of the day, it might have cost you a game because Kyle Shanahan did his favorite – Famous thing, because that's what happened in with Atlanta versus the Patriots, where he sat on the ball, tried not to score, tried not to win the game, he tried not to lose, and then you left it out on the field, and you had opportunity to win it, and you choked. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna give him Dak's performance for the year. I'll give him like oh a, for the year. Uh, year for me, I'll give him like a B minus. I'll give him a B for the year, but for that game, D yeah, plus. I'll give him a B for the year. For sure. Oh, for that game, I give him a F. Three thousand. <laughs> Three thousand. Yeah, damn, I wasn't even that bad. He had sloppy throws. You throw. You had to bring up what he said about the refs after the game. Yeah, he said they pretty much like deserve getting the shit thrown at them. Look like a dumbass. Yeah, that was that was bad. 
And I mean, that, that, look, that looks really bad on him. He, yeah, he normally doesn't say nothing too catastrophic. He normally toes that weird line of being the Cowboys quarterback. You know, a lot of them talk about Terrence. He somehow just toes mm-hmm. that line and is the perfect quarterback for that situation. And then Cowboys fans are acting like it was just the, the ref's fault. Like, even if the ref got there, you might have had a second to get a play. There's like, what are you going to Just do? one play. Yeah. You, they would have had one play, but – to your point, Keith, it, it ain't even – it's not even the ref's fault. Like, that's Cowboys, that's fault, whoever you're going to put it on because you got to know situation of football. There's both. When you're in that situation, that's just like the Claypool thing when he starts celebrating with the ball. <laughs> give the ball to the ref, bro. Yeah. Don't give it to your center. Don't go spot the ball. Get up, run the ball to the ref so he can spot the ball. Why wouldn't I? But so I, I had this weird thing about it when I saw it. I'm like, why didn't he run out of bounds? Like, get some yards, just cut straight to the side. Or even try. He didn't even try. Like, I don't know if he could have got it because there's a lot of people close. Defenders on the outside. But you didn't even try. You know what I mean? That's why I think, in my opinion, I think running up the middle was his best option because everyone was closing in. But slide like five yards shorter to give you more time to at least because you knew it was just going to be a Hail Mary at that point. But I yeah. I would have let Tony Pollard run it then. Or, yeah. Or been like, hey, We'll run a like a jet sweep. Well, I don't think it. I don't think it was a. I don't think it was the the play call, and maybe I'm wrong, but the you know because everyone ran to the sidelines and then deep over the middle to stop the deep throw and to stop from getting to the sidelines. I think Dak just made a a quick call. It was like, look, I'm about to get 15 yards, and then we could spike this bitch and maybe get you know to the 20 and have a good legitimate shot and even make a play call. But you know, I don't know. There's not obviously it didn't work out. In that in that sense, if I'm if I want my quarterback to run like that, there's like four quarterbacks I'm trusting to get to the end zone. Because I'm telling you, if you break loose, bro, just go. Like, don't even stop. Just go. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't. At that point, though, you can. Yeah, at that pitch game. Yeah, play the pitch game. Like, I just I don't understand it. Like the logic behind it. Uh, Terrence, when was the last time the boys won a playoff game? Man, bro, in the last twenty years. This was a stat that I saw earlier that I want to pull up. Um, like three times in the last 25 years? Yes. Like, it's bad, bro. Is, was it Dak's rookie year? Is that the answer? Yeah, that's the last time they won a playoff game was his rookie year. But while Terrence is doing that, the Cowboys were sacked five times in that game. They had 14 penalties for 89 yards, so they were beating themselves the game, too. And they're the most penalized team in the league. They had 127 penalties. For a thousand and a hundred and three yards. How, bro? How do you get that many penalties? That's like a discipline issue. It's I'm about to say the five sacks isn't that bad to me because, and I mean that's bad. I'm not saying it's not bad, but like think about bro, Joe Burrow gets sacked like five times a game and he's still throwing up numbers. That but, man dimes though. Guess yeah, he wasn't and, throwing and, dimes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the, the sack, I'm saying the sacks themselves aren't that bad. Um, but yeah, the penalties, I mean, no discipline at all. And and I mean. They did, you know, uh, you know, lose Micah Parsons for some of the game, and like, uh, you know, don't, you know, humble brag here, but I also called him for defensive rookie of the year, and that's obviously about to happen. But you know, you got to be different. Yeah. So 2018 was the last time they won. They uh, beat the Seahawks in round, obviously won the wild card round, and then they lost the divisional round to the Rams. <laughs> what a great time! So before that, that was. 2014, With and the then football. before that was 2009, and then they haven't won anything since. 
2014 to 2018. So, so the Cowboys are – I, I don't know what this team needs to do because if you look at it for me, like Terrence's team, the Patriots, they were able to feast on a bad division for so many years and take yeah. advantage of it. Like, hey, this is a bad division. We're going to take advantage of it. The Packers, hey, this is a bad division. We're going to take advantage of it. But they still didn't even take advantage of it because they oh. missed the playoffs the past two years. I mean, they've missed the playoffs so many times. No, no but <laughs> I'm saying, like, how are you not doing with these other – you, you consider yourself a good team, and I don't know who in their right mind deemed you guys America's team, but <laughs> somebody long ago, maybe some old white people I had to assume, probably deemed you guys that. <laughs> but how did you not – you're not feasting in this division. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Tampa's like, okay, our division's kind of fucked up. All right, Tom, stay. We're going to run it back. Like, what is going on? Like, you're not in an insane division. I think if you can't – like – I don't even know if I bring in a new coach. I damn near blow the whole team up. And you're screwed because you did the Kirk Cousins thing with Dak. I mean, they got to – they probably have to get move off of Zeke for sure. Um, honestly, probably move off of Mark Cooper. Um, I mean, they got to bring some guys in probably on hey, the defense side of the ball because they overachieved on defense, let's just be honest. Well, the, the bright spot, though, at least you guys have Michael Parsons going for it. You got uh, Trevon Diggs. I think he's nice. People keep beating up on him, but he's still good. He did have a bad game, though. We gotta If we're going to give Kyler Murray shit, we got to talk about Trevon Diggs. Boy, that man's getting – He got cooked a thousand times. Well, we know he gave up a lot of yards. It's yeah, just his too. aggressiveness that gets him interceptions. But that's what I'm about to say is usually it's just because he's over aggressive and he makes up for the interceptions. He was getting cooked. Like, he was well, legitimately right. getting – Bring up that uh, I think it was like a wheel route that uh, Brandon Ayuk ran. He went across and then slid back yeah. up. He didn't really get cooked. I think Diggs was waiting to track the ball because, like, you saw him just kind of slow down and then just like look to track the ball. He still like I think I, I still caught it, but he was trying to like okay, let me time tracking out the ball. Uh, but I would love to have him going for it. So they do got some bright spots, but they got a lot of cause for cause for concern. Because say Philly actually penalties one. Yeah, say Philly gets their head out their ass and figures out what they want to do. Uh, the football team, the defense is insane, so I don't know. But I mean, they let us down this year, so we'll, we'll see things. Don't even get me started. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully my man uh, Chase Young comes back with a vengeance. And, uh, yeah, so thank you for stopping by, Nick. You got any shout-outs you want to give? Anything you got going on? Let the people know. No, I'm just really excited, and thank you all for having me back. Uh, you know, it's been a been a minute, uh, but I do. You know, I I want to be able to stop by whenever I get the chance. You know, life gets busy sometimes. You know, we're all adults here, so I appreciate y'all asking me to be back on. Uh, really excited, man! Ready to see the way the rest of the playoffs play out. Yeah, no problem. This Nick shirt right here too. I still got it. Uh -huh. <laughs> then, uh, Terrence, you got anything you need to shout out? Tell people about. Oh, I got something to tell people about. Terrence got a baby shower coming on Saturday, bro. He having his third baby. The man oh, is it for me? Tap me out. He can't stop procreating for some reason, but he ever. Oh, I'm done. Don't, don't worry about me. This is twins. He, this man, anybody, he that's a lie. That's a lie. If anybody else say I'm their baby daddy, they lie. <laughs> Boy, and I'm gonna hear this and whoop ass. Oh my god, we're all we're gonna have hits on us. We're gonna be yeah, guilty yeah, by yeah. association. Damn. Don't count me in on this. Hey, thank got you. Got so much stuff in my office right now for this thing, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we're doing a virtual baby shower. But thank you guys for tuning in. This is Code Forward, the guys. 
get at us on Twitter. Uh, hope you guys stay safe and had a good MLK holiday weekend. We do not forget how important MLK was for us, especially me and Terrence for Black and just people in general. We appreciate every, everything the man's done for us and just the way he's paid society. Yeah. Hopefully society actually keeps progressing with what he put forth for us. I don't know if we'll ever really be able to carry that torch. Hopefully we can one day. But as late, not really. But thank you for everything you've done for us. Uh, I'm okay. And that's it. We'll holler at you guys later. Thank you for tuning in.